This is Jason from the Circular Shop at 30 Lennox Street doing our first podcast with uh, one of our collaborators, Debbie Leach, who's a, a local artist whose work is currently on the wall in the shop and in the window. And Debbie uh, was invited to uh, exhibit her work in the shop because she's been using sort of sustainable methods to create prints. Um, now, the circular shop is is a place where uh, we're we're trying to encourage sustainable art and artists to to come and collaborate with us. And we have the uh, Library of Things Wayshare, and we're starting to produce dried seaweed. And it's it's really a space that's designed to be uh, educational towards helping people understand the circular economy and to try to give something back to the community and, and create a sustainable non-profit uh, company. So let me just say hello to Debbie. Hello. Thank you very much for coming in. Um, I suppose my first question is, I'd like you to... Uh, sort of tell me a bit about your background and how you became an artist. Okay, well, um, I grew up in Surrey. And both my parents were artists. I came down to Weymouth uh, to go to teach training college in the 70s. Um, I did art and design as my main subject at teach training college, but... Uh, that's not the same as going to art college because mm -hmm. it's a sort of secondary thing. And I did graphics as my main um, subject in the art department. And in those days, graphics was photography, pre-digital. Right. You know, so it was all darkroom stuff yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and printing, lino printing, screen printing, bit of etching, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I then went up to Somerset to start my teaching career. Um, I've been in the primary sector the whole time. And I came back down to Dorset after a couple of years. And that's where I spent the rest of my teaching career in Dorset, locally. Mm. I've always, I always continued my interest in art by going to life drawing classes evening classes and watercolour classes over the years. But it wasn't until I retired from my teaching career that I was able to explore other aspects of art. Right, right. And I started doing more painting and using acrylics and oils. And then during lockdown, I became very interested in printmaking. Right. Uh, mainly by following online courses. Yeah. And it sort of developed from there. Um, I've been helped a lot by joining Artway, which is the local art yeah, yeah, group yeah. for Weymouth and Portland. How's that helped? That's helped um, with confidence. Okay. Um, I'd never, I'd never uh, exhibited any of my work up until... 2019 okay. when I was talked into joining Artway by a friend and right. we did our first exhibition in Abbotsbury yeah. and the second exhibition I did was at Bridport and that was closed down in March 2020 
close down. Uh, we had to close down. To, um, oh, because be, of lockdown. Because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so kind of we a... had an exhibition up in uh, the art centre. Well, it was in actually Bridgeport. up. And, yeah. Oh, and, yes. And then yeah. boom. Yeah. 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 Now, I I was doing a a social learning course. I had some funding to do it. And, and had some sort of um, disadvantaged adults I was helping with social learning. And mm-hmm. we just kind of, about week three, week four, then COVID went boom, mm. finito. Yeah. It kind of disrupted everything it rather did. hugely, didn't it? It definitely you know? did, yes. Uh, but like I say, I mean, I I was lucky in that I've got um, a a spare room at home, which I use as my art studio. Right. And that's where I was able to go and do these online courses and developed that's when I became uh, interested in choreography and uh, various print making techniques and that's where I got started on using Tetra Pak which is what I've been doing quite recently so how do you feel about sustainability and recycling and the circular economy in relation to art do you think it has a big part to play I think it does I think I think an awful lot of artists use a lot of recycled materials yeah um, instinctively really um, yeah. you can do a lot with things that people chuck out hmm. especially printmaking right you can make all sorts of prints from discarded scraps and Bits right. on the beach and all sorts of things. Do you think yeah. artists make enough about the fact that they reuse materials or is it something that's not really talked about? Well, I know when you put out your appeal for artists through Artway, I think I don't think you had many people replying, did no, you? No, not many, no. Um, no. So I think a lot of people don't realise maybe that they are using things as much. Yeah, I suppose yeah. with painting and things, because they're buying new paints, you, you're not using recycled paints, so that's that's different. Yeah, yeah. But then again, people will be recycling canvases because you paint over, if you don't like something. Is you, that what artists do? I don't yes. know. They, oh, absolutely, they, what, yes. they go, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I'll just start again. Yeah. So they just cover yeah. it in, in a neutral colour. Yeah, or you can pick up canvases sometimes from charity shops, other people's canvases, and just gesso over them. Oh, really? So you just buy them. it for the canvas? Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. A lot of people... Is canvas people, expensive these days, I suppose? Uh, it can be. It depends on the quality. Right. You can buy cheap canvases, right. um, but... Quality ones are expensive, yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know people did that. I thought mm. they kind of just once it had been painted on it. Had, oh no, that was it, kind no. of thing. No, several ah. of mine I've painted over. That's good. Done them again. Mm. So, re your your prints that are hanging in the shop, which I really like, and I, and I love the fact that you that the, you know, you've described to me the process. But how would you describe your prints to someone listening to this? Do you mean how do I describe how I make them? Uh, I mean the actual the actual images, and then you know also describe the process a bit about how you make them, and 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 what your kind of motivation for making them with Tetra Packs was. Well, they're they're taken from sketches, so I would do an original sketch from. A plant or whatever okay. I'm, I'm hoping to make a picture yeah. out of, 
um, then I will transfer that sketch onto Tetra Pak, which if people don't know what Tetra Pak is, it's the... I had someone who didn't know what a Tetra Pak was. Yeah, yeah well, I think quite a lot of people maybe don't know. It's the, the inside of cartons of juice, milk, soya milk. Yeah. Um, when you open them out, they've got the sort of silver... Usually it's a sort of silvery yeah. uh, colour inside. And so you would transfer a picture... A, a drawing onto that with maybe a tracing paper and a sharpie pen or something like that. And right, then, right. To um, make a dent in it, kind of thing, is it? Or no, not not necessarily a dent, just a mark on it. Okay. Then you've got the option. The way I have made the ones that you've got displayed here yeah. is that I actually then cut out the shape. Right. But you don't have to do that. You could have. You could have. Uh, used a tool to draw into the Tetra Pak. Right. Making, like we say, Because the dent. Tetra Pak is sort of layers, isn't it? Yeah. And, it, and it's kind of spongy. Yeah. So it yeah. takes an impression on it. It does. Yeah. And the other thing you can do if with a knife is you can cut away the top layer of the Tetra Pak. Oh, okay. And peel it away. Right. So there's lots of different ways that you can use it. Okay. But the, the way that I used for the... Uh, the pictures in the shop were cut out from the Tetra Pak and then you would apply ink onto it. You yeah. could draw into it. I, some of them I drew into them as well with a tool, right? Um, a metal tool. Right. And again, I've used... Did you say uh, they're all dental second tools? Second hand, yes. Where did you get second hand dental tools? I asked my dentist. Tools. He's a friend of my husband's, my really? dentist. <laughs> and I asked him if he'd got any any old dental tools. So he opened his drawer of gruesome influence. Well, he made sure like... they, they were all sterilised and right. sealed up and everything. <laughs> but yeah, he was only too happy to give them to me. So I thought, right. Uh, but you can use like the end of a, uh, a screwdriver, or right, right. You can you can draw with a biro. But I suppose well. they're better because they they're made for they're being finer. handled, aren't they? They're yeah. finer, yeah, yeah. yeah and you yeah. can you can get yeah. nice fine marks with them. Yeah. And how did you discover the world of Tetra Pak printing? Through online courses. Right. Yeah. That was in lockdown. Yeah. So you were you were at home in lockdown thinking. I'll do some learning. Yes, I'll definitely. find out yeah. something new. I, le- I learned a lot. I mean, you do. You, there's so much out there. How did you find the courses? Were they were they really helpful? Uh yeah, very helpful. I think the, the lady um, that I followed called Sally Hurst, who's based in Norfolk. Right. Is she is an art teacher and she's very good. Um, another thing that she does with um, printing is. She'll get like a, a like a little box or some sort of cardboard thing that's come packaging. Right. And she will open it all out. Right. So that it's flattened out. Yeah. And then make marks on some of it and just use it as a plate as it's as it is. Oh, okay. So it's sort of unusual shapes, and then you can print over it. So it's like an opened out box. Yeah. And yeah. you can see that when she does yeah. the print. Yeah, yeah. I and I have it. done, I've tried that with little boxes. Okay. You know, things that, um, pill boxes or yeah, yeah. jewellery come in or something like that. So so that's another way of, of printing with recycled materials. So how long, so you've been doing this since lockdown. Yeah. My next question was how long have you been doing it? But it was, <laughs> we've got to that point where. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about it? 
I enjoy the excitement of printmaking in that you're not quite sure whether it's going to turn out or not. So right. it's it's quite hit or miss. Um, and if it works, it's wonderful. I mean, it can be very, very frustrating. Right. And the other thing that you have with any form of printmaking is you have to be quite meticulous and clean and I'm not so I get you know so you can ruin some lovely prints with fingerprints and all sorts over them so you have to be yeah quite organized to try and avoid that that kind of thing that if you get a fingerprint on it yeah you're you're done aren't you that's 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 not good yeah yeah so you have to be a bit careful it's a very precise thing yeah 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 and I found through doing that that I go to the other extreme and when I'm painting now it's almost like if I've done a lot of printing it's all been very meticulous and neat and I've had to be careful then I would go completely the opposite with painting and be splashing paint and I've done uh, some okay. big abstract paintings. So you get a bit Jackson Pollock when you get yeah. the paints out do you? <laughs> Almost yeah <laughs> along those lines not quite Jackson Pollock but yeah yeah so I, so I, I enjoy both. You know, I enjoy painting and printing, so... What's, what do you do more of now? I don't know. I think I probably do more or less balanced amount at the moment. I've always got things that I want to try. Right. Um, new things, you know. And again, the internet is a never-ending f- fund of ideas. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and to the point where you have to be quite disciplined sometimes that you don't go off down a rabbit hole yeah. and spend hours I know, exploring I know. something and thinking, oh, that'd be good, yeah. and then find that you've wasted time and you should have been getting on with something else. So, but yeah. sometimes you go down the rabbit hole and you find something even more interesting, I yes. find. yeah, you can go off tangents, and then you, then you, Yeah, it's yeah. that moment where you sit there going, oh, what have I been doing for the last two mm. hours? Is any of this productive? Mm. And sometimes it is, and sometimes mm. it isn't. You know, it's it's kind of potluck, isn't it? It is. And interestingly, I was I follow a few people on uh, YouTube, and one of them is in Australia, and she in she's like an illustrator, and she said that now she deliberately doesn't look at Pinterest for inspiration. She will go deliberately to a bookshelf and get a book down because it stops her. Ah, going okay. off at a tangent and I can understand that yeah focus is a is a is a it's a very subjective thing it's very individual isn't it mm. you know like some people are more distractible than others yeah, yeah. um no it's I mean the internet's an amazing thing I mean I've been using it for years to help people to learn English you know mm. in, in sort of creative ways but still I think there's a, there's there's people tend to I don't know, it depends on the person, you know, they, 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 they sometimes stick to what they know and they just stick to the things, but then other people explore it a bit more, hmm. delve a bit deeper. Um, so what do you enjoy most about the printing, about working with the, with the Tetra Packs? Is it, is it? Well, it's the, I think, as I said, it's the sort of the unknown, the surprise right. of whether it's going to work or not. Okay. It's being able to revisit something because yeah. when you when you've got a, a plate or something cut out, then you can use it again ah, in different okay. ways so you keep with all different the, colours. All, yes. all the plates, do. yeah. 
So you can, if someone says, so if you sell one and someone says, I really like that one, then you could print it again. You could do, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, pretty cool. So you have a library. Yeah, I have got I have got quite yeah. a few of the the tetraprint. Fantastic. Ones. Yeah. And do you run courses? Have you ever helped anyone do this or? No, I haven't. No. Um, it's. I think it's it's early days for me. I think yeah. you've got to be quite confident in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose it's something I could. So, explore, would you say you're possibly. a sort of like, still learning? Oh, definitely, yes. yeah, yeah. An yeah. autonomous learner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fashionable word. <laughs> and where can people see your work? I mean, they can come to the shop here and see some of it. But yes. where have you been exhibiting, or what galleries have you had it in? Um, well, they've been mainly. They have been. Th- um, exhibitions through Artway. I have got some work up at the Wishing Well in Upway. Okay. Um, but other than that... I think they just followed our Facebook page, actually, the Wishing Well. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's through Artway we have exhibitions and we have venues yeah. where Artway members exhibit their work. So I have got some work. We'll be going up at... Uh, Bennett's Water Gardens, the cafe right, know, Bennett's yeah, at Chickrell. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be going up, um, I think it's the 25th of June. Okay. I'll be putting some work up there, which will be up for a couple of months. Right, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are you, are you going to carry on doing the the, the Tetramac printing? Oh, Is this yes. something that you're going to... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Because I think... Um, I have only just scratched the surface of what you can do with it. That's a good phrase. Is that relevant? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's coming to this. <laughs> okay. uh, you can do a lot with it that I haven't yet done. Right. And I'd like to experiment. Do you with. run out of Tetra packs? I haven't done yet because my both my daughters drink uh, don't drink dairy produce, so they drink oat milk and, ah, and right, so they okay. pass their cartons on to I'm me. I'm seeing because if you're sitting there thinking oh, I want to do some work oh I haven't got a tetra pack yeah. I better go and yeah, I've usually got neck some s- oat milk or something. Spare, yeah. <laughs> I've usually got a few spare cartons in my studio at some so yeah okay. it's not difficult to get hold of or you know if you just want to go and buy yourself a carton of juice or something you can, yeah, yeah. You can use the yeah. inside so yeah. Cool great. Well, I, what I, thank you very much for coming in. That's okay. that's it. I know you're a bit kind of, ooh, I'm going to do a podcast. <laughs> this is the first one, so it's obviously totally amateurish. Um, but what I want to say is just like, if, if you're interested in, in, you know, you listened and, and, and are interested in Debbie's work, please come to the shop at 30 Lennox Street. We're open uh, Tuesday to Saturday from midday and uh, in the week till 5.30, so after work. And on Saturdays from 10.30 to 1.30. And we're going to try and sort of get some longer hours and put some more content out and, and promote Debbie's work. And then there's another artist here, Claire, who's from Bridport, who forages and finds interesting objects and creates uh, new works of art and designs from that. Um, but if you if you want to come and see us, we're, the door is always open and we're very happy to meet 
everyone and hear what you've got to think about what we're doing. Coming up on the podcasts, uh, our idea to have a, a small audience didn't really get much traction, but it's good to have people come in and, and create some, some podcasts. So we've got an expert forager lined up. We've got an aquaculture expert because uh, aquaculture is a, a growing sort of sustainability thing, you know, seaweed and, and stuff like that captures a lot of carbon. Uh, we can do some house retrofitting advice and energy improvements and a very well-known sustainable planner who's a bit of an eco-activist, started the first legal uh, environmental law firm. He's going to come in. He spends his time stopping bad stuff happening mm-hmm. in the environment. So thank you very much, Debbie. That's Thanks right. for coming in. Really nice to see you again. And we'll we'll keep putting the word out and, and, and introducing your work to people and try, try to get you some sales. Thank you. Which would be great. Can I just mention I am also on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I do have an Instagram page, Debbie Leach Art. Yeah. And Facebook, Debbie Leach Art as well. Yeah. So if anybody wants to come and see my work on there, they're more than welcome. Great. Thank you very much. Cheers for coming in.